Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 128, and today we will be discussing English words used in other languages, which is also called a loan word in the world of second language studies and linguistics. A loan word is basically a word that you use in a foreign language into your own language. And sometimes it has the same meaning, other times it develops a new meaning. So we'll be discussing that later this episode. So this episode is the perfect episode for you. If you're not the greatest language learner, but maybe you're traveling to some of these countries and want to use some cool English terminology to speak with the locals. So we're looking forward to it. And I'm curious to see what Jared has for us today. So without further ado, my good buddy, Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hello. Yes. You know, you can act, it's surprising the large list of words that sort of translates from one language to another, uh, like from English to another language. So for, uh, you know, our multicultural, multilinguistic audience out there, out, out there, park yourself down there and uh, take a listen. Everyone understands what park means. So I tried to, uh, you know, find one that was a, a great example of a loan word. All right. Hey, listen, listen. We don't get paid for this. Let's just be clear. Spread a little love. Uh, but we could. And it all starts with you following us on Instagram, on Translatable Podcast. We're going to be Instagram famous. You just wait. Listen, Mom. I can do it. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter. We can be Twitter famous, too. That's cool. Spread a little love. Untranslatable1, the number one. You can email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, gmail.com. You can untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. I realized I, I rushed through that. I don't know why I did that, and I wanted to get it right. You can slide into our DMs or email us. Uh, Song of the Pod recommendations. You can give us untranslatables, which are idioms, sayings, proverbs uh, that don't make any sense. And uh, if you translate them directly to, directly to English, but they do have some sort of meaning. Uh, or you can obviously spread a little love with five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Bajolsta. That's Russian for please. Uh, you know, I always get a kick out of uh, looking behind you and seeing it either be, uh, you know, bright outside or dark outside, depending on when we record right now. It's uh, nighttime here for me and morning for you. Um, yep. I, I think I'm just starting to get used to uh, this whole time difference thing. I think you and I are starting to get, uh, obviously, you know, as two... Uh, working podcasters a lot of our stuff has a lot of our uh what we do is coordinating time tape schedules and talking oh, about times when we're free and times when we're gonna do stuff and times where we're gonna be gone and um it was pretty easy i think when you're in the czech republic because i was so used i was used to that time difference because i've been to that time zone right. and stuff but this is a very new time zone and it's v like completely different you know 12 hours and so we in the beginning, we had some miscommunications with uh, trying to schedule times just because it's yep, like, wait, 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 absolutely. are you talking about your time or my time? Wait, wait, you're ahead. So that means your morning is my night <laughs> on yep. Wednesday, but you're, you're Thursday. And so um, I think I'm just starting to get used to it. Are, are, do you think your body is starting to adjust fully to just being on a different time zone now, being opposite of what you're usually used to? I th I would think a hundred percent because, um, well, I got here on the twenty, what twenty fifth, twenty sixth of August. Let me look real quick. Uh, let's see here. I'm pretty sure twenty sixth of August, which was a Monday, 
and I have been here for two weeks, which means 14 days. And as my colleague told me, which I would agree with her, she said that um, she said that for every hour of time difference, you need days to overcome it. So oh. if there's a six-hour time difference, so you two need weeks six makes, days. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've also been noticing that I don't wake up at 5 a.m. anymore or 6 a.m. naturally. This morning, I woke up with an alarm. Yesterday, I didn't set an alarm. Well, I set an alarm for 8. I wanted to watch the MSU game, uh, MSU football game against Western Michigan, the second game of the season. And I can really only watch the night games here because of the 12-hour time difference. So the game Mm -hmm. started at 7.30 p.m. in Michigan, which meant 7.30 a.m., and so I was like, well, I don't really care that much about the, the first quarter. I want to sleep in. So I, I slept in while well, I was planning on sleeping in until 8 uh, a.m., woke up at 7.30 naturally, and I was like, well, I'm already up, so I'm going to try to watch the game. <laughs> so then, you know, I, uh, I went on to Fox Sports. Shout out to our buddy Brad for letting me use his login info. Mm. Um, lifesaver there for sure. Um, so now big we, ups now, to Brad. Now, now Brad's being watched. You just put them on blast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways. Slipping so, on gator piss. So I got up at 7, uh, 7.30 yesterday naturally and without an alarm. But the funny thing was is that um, the game would buffer. So I could see like 10 seconds of it and then it would oh, buffer no. for 10 seconds. Oh, no. And it was like torture. So I was like, you know what? I'm still kind of sleepy. I'm going to go back to bed and try again when I get up. So mm. I went back to sleep for, because I was still a little drowsy. Or so find I went back a replay of it. You could probably find a replay of it. Right. Well, I, I need to see it real time, Jared, if I can. Oh, so uh, I'm one of those people. So <laughs> I, mean, I went I back it. to bed. I, I went back to bed, set my alarm for 10 o'clock, woke up at 9.30, and uh, then the third quarter, it was about eight minutes into the third quarter. MSU was up by like 30 points. So I figured, all right, they're probably going to win this one anyways because mm-hmm. they do have a solid defense. Um, it's just getting the points on the board is what at least they struggled with last season. So anyways, I got up and then it was working. So the thing about China is sometimes the internet works fine. Other times there's going to be lots of buffering to the point where it's just like... Too. I, right. It's funny that you say that because I happened to ask you about that before we started recording. I was yep. like, it seems like uh like uh, it seems like you're a little uh, shoddy there last last time there, buddy. But mm-hmm. now look at you, you're wonderful, by the way. Ho- hopefully crystal clear. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really just depends. I mean, there have been times when I Facetime with my parents since I've been over here. Sometimes it works fine. Other times we'll be five minutes into talking and then you know, either I'll freeze or they'll freeze mm-hmm. or a lot of times the video will freeze, but the audio doesn't freeze. So it's always really funny. I'm telling my parents something and they go, you're frozen. And then I keep talking and I'm like, but you can hear me. Right. And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Then, uh, yeah. I mean, I understand that I've been there. Yeah. Have you, um, yeah. so it's, it's a uh, uh, Monday for you. Have you, um, been experiencing the, like, well, like, excuse me, that's not what I want to ask you, excuse me. What Have you been keeping occupied during the weekend? That's what I'm looking for. I was just relaxing this weekend. I didn't really do much. Played some guitar, well, um, watched the MSU game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to do, like, some budget stuff for a couple conferences I'll be going to in a few weeks. So I finished up my budget reports for those. Wow. Finished up uh, lesson budget planning. Um, 
ate some tasty food, made my first, not a great cook, so I made my first pizza here yesterday. Not really made. It was like a frozen pizza I popped in the toaster oven. (laughs) But it was was really good, though. Half of it was like a pepperoni pizza with corn on top, of course. I was just about to ask about the corn. Yep. Stop putting corn on pizza, people. We don't do that. (laughs) Send one person over. Send one person over for three days to do a pizza tour in any city. You'll find no corn corn. everywhere. Right. Don't go to California Pizza Kitchen, though, because they might have corn on their pizza. Right, they might. Um, but yeah, so half of it was pepperoni and corn. The other half was like a supreme pizza with chicken on top. Um, okay. So like peppers. Well, really peppers, onions, and chicken. But so it was pretty it was good. one frozen pizza, but it was half-half. Half-half, yep. They mm-hmm. should do that here. They don't... I, you they you can't find that here. You really that's, can't, that, no. That's a great idea. Like maybe like your two mm-hmm. most pop. Like, you know, you could do some sort of, some sort of statistic stuff. Figure out who buys this, who buys that. Let's put those together, see if we can somehow do... That's a good idea. Oh, absolutely. And I'll, I'll tell you what, Jared. I've eaten a lot of frozen pizzas, throw them in the oven in my college days, in my Czech Republic days, and now in my China days. Just in general. Um, you don't have to... In general. You, it's interesting that you try to break it down to different moments of your life, when really those right. moments just end up being like the, every moment Pretty of your much, life. Pretty much, yeah. The last, yeah, the last <laughs> eight years of my life or so, exactly. Um, but, but anyways, um, oh my gosh. I, will say, I will say that Tombstone in the States is my favorite, and they, I love when I can find it, their thin crust. Hold tombstone on. pizzas. If you're ever being lazy and don't feel like making your own pizza, Tombstone Pizzas in the States, um, an unofficial affiliate of the Untranslatable Podcast. <laughs> um, oh, really? But yeah. I've seen those before. I've never tried them. They're pretty good. They're not bad. All right. I'm um, going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. The other funny thing is... It's uh, so flimsy to me, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but as long as they're frozen, you're good. Um but the funny thing is here, Jared, is, is this pizza um, had the instructions in English on the back. I didn't even oh. realize that when I bought it and I went to go cook them because I don't have an oven, but I have a toaster oven. And so I went to go cook it and I was like, holy crap, it's all in English. I actually can decipher how to cook this without, because like the ramen that I've made here, was I've kind of like guessed. Half, half, like, was, there, was it in Chinese too? Yeah, it was in Chinese, but also in English. Yeah. Okay. And that's Ramen's actually the easy, name of the though. pizza. Ramen is easy. You just kind of put water in and put it in. You have a microwave, don't you? Well, here here it's weird that the little ramen thing, I'm pretty sure it has a picture of a microwave and like a slash through it, meaning like don't put it in the microwave. So you put it in the pot. So I put it in the pot and boil water. Yeah. Oh, that's even easier than I would say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm hoping to do now is get my ramen because it's cheap. Um, and I still don't get paid for another week and a half, so I'm living on what I brought over here. I mean, I could take money out of my American account, but there's like fees and other crap, so I'm just going to try to go as long as I can with what I have still left in cash. Um, I feel you. And so it, I'm hoping to in, do in a more complicated way? ramen stuff. Is it what in a weird mean? way? Is it in a weird way like a fun? Um, not fun. Yeah, fun challenge to sort of a uh, live especially frugally. For the next couple a little of days? Bit. Well, well, I kind of did that over the summer because I didn't have any income coming in for the most part. So um, it's just a continuation of the lifestyle I was living over the summer. Um, That's true. 
which is which is if you're not if you're a, a high school teacher or a middle school teacher, elementary school teacher, you obviously will get salary during the summer. If you teach at college or university, um, as far as I know, well, at least if you're an adjunct, you only get you're paid on your one check. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You're not but yeah, but for I will. Us. I will tell you this though, Jared. You asked about food. Um, occasionally, I will go out to eat because it's not too expensive here to go out to eat. Um, it seems like it is more expensive than Czech Republic. Where, where you go? Um, that's a good. Qu- I've been thinking about that. I'm not sure. I think, I think Western style food for sure is more expensive here. So if you okay. want to get burgers or pizza or whatever, but, but if Western you go for Chinese food, 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 Western style food in Czech Republic is just food, though. There's food, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I'd be curious to see if Chinese food is more expensive in the Czech Republic or it's more expensive here. I would imagine it's more yeah. expensive in the Czech Republic. Um, but like I, I walked by a place yesterday that I'm hoping to try one of these days that was the, the good key where you can tell that the food quality is good as if it's packed in there. If it's packed in there, that means that people like it. Usually the food quality is uh, good. That's kind oh, of the way like to tell. with people in the store. Right. Okay, right, okay. in the restaurant, yeah. Restaurant, and so there was gotcha. this one where I walked by, and a lot of it, I have no idea what most of these symbols mean. And if it's a smaller symbol, like on a label, like this lemonade I have here that has all these Chinese characters, um, then my phone can translate. But if it's really big, like up on like a sign for the restaurant, it's too oh. big for my camera to translate it. Like it, it can um, read like fonts. Right. Right, okay. but like like signs in terms of like a big sign, and most of the restaurants here have you know a sign over top of it that just like we do in the states, you know, and it has the name of the right. restaurant or, or or mm-hmm. whatever they sell. So basically, I kind of go off around here like what pictures I can decipher, and hope that you know this is pork, not like chicken feet, or hope that this is you know beef, not I'm not a big do fish you, guy, so it's not like squid or something. Go ahead. Do you have like a tourist face when you walk around? Like, do you kind of have think, that sort of looking th- up at everything? I think I uh, did. Look. I, th- I think I did, but now I've been walking around kind of the same place for quite a while that I, right. I kind of know where things are. Um, and I, I'll tell you this, Jared. I, I was telling you about that ice cream place with the crazy color ice cream, our last yes. episode. Yes. I went there yesterday, and I got some. And I'll, I'll post this on the gram and, oh, wow. Uh, That's real grammable. That is very yeah. grammable. Yeah. Did you get and one so of you, like, p- poking it on your nose or something? Oh, I should have done that. I should have <laughs> done that. I did get a picture. I did get a selfie because you always give me shit when I post pictures of oh, things and out of my face. So. I, don't mind, I don't mind if you don't post your face, but I do mind when you post beautiful pictures of your face and then... Um, on my own personal and, then, yeah, and, and deprive, don't put on Deprive that. everyone else right. of that beauty. But this was, this was what's cool about this, though, Jared. So if you look at the picture, I'll describe it to our listeners. So, so you see an ice cream cone with this pretty pink and dark blue. Scoot over a, dark, a little yeah, bit dark, to the uh, dark oh, yeah, there blue you go. Um, swirl. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not really a swirl. It's literally like half and half. Half and half um, right down the middle, yeah. And, and, then, and then there's a black cone, but over the cone is this beautiful little guard to drop any drippings from getting on your fingers. I need Why that. we don't have this in the States, I don't know. China is definitely up on this one over the U.S. 
in yes. terms of ice cream eating technology. Um, <laughs> and so, so that betcha. was pretty, pretty cool. Um, at first, like when they handed me this, I'm like, what the heck is this? And then when I was eating it, I was like, oh, that's what that is. Yes, but I'm just curious, Jared, what do you think these flavors oh, are? Tap it. Your phone's going dark. Oh, uh-oh. There we go. Uh, skin, um, I'd say the blue. Uh, they don't have blue moon. And, they don't. Uh, That's a Michigan thing. In China. <laughs> um, I would say the blue is... Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, the blue... The pink is cotton candy. And the blue is... Uh, the bl- oh man! I, uh, um, also, cotton blue- candy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I want to go with. <laughs> right. So, as an American, I would have guessed so the same tough. when I saw or like this bubble gum or something like that. Right. It's actually the blue is sea salt and the pink is berry. Does General Berry? I that's I ordered it because I was curious, <laughs> like what. What, what they meant berry? by berry. There are a lot right. of berries like out there. Like strawberry, blueberry. Yeah. Right. But yeah, just general, as far as I know, just general berry. How it was, was really the sea good. salt? The it berry was also I pretty kind of tasty. Imagine. The sea salt was good. It was a little bit sweet, a little bit salty. Uh, and that paired with the berry was really good. You could get sea salt on its own. But um, I just figured that'd be kind of a weird flavor. Now, I understand once again, that. I, I understand that combination though, because they do say that like um, it's kind of like if you're if you're trying to make and something. And there are the characters, by the way, too. You guys scoot over so, a little bit again. Oh, sorry. And so uh, that's a little more. That's keep keep a little more. Keep going. There we go. Good job. And then you and went so back. And so that's. Oh, sorry. And well, anyways, basically, so this was outside of the store, and I was able to put my phone up to the characters. Um, okay. But then they also have a matcha tea flavor, which I'm going to try you sometime. Love matcha tea. I do. And then we they have a matcha, here. half matcha tea, half vanilla. The funny thing is, though, when I did the translation on the on the characters, vanilla said original, which I figured was probably vanilla. Yeah, but it that said makes matcha sense. Matcha tea and original. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Sea right. salt. That's interesting. Oh, what I was yeah. gonna say was that is a good way to like spice foods. Is if you add like some sweetness to a spice, it like makes the spiciness pop a little bit. Right. Uh, so maybe that's the same concept with putting salt on top of ice cream. Like it makes it taste a little sweeter. Yeah, could um, be. It was delicious though, man. Absolutely delicious. Um, that's cool, man. I love hearing these exploring yep. stories. And, and I got to do some people like. watching. Any good so people I, watching? I can't complain. Have um, you uh, challenged well, f- uh, challenged those people in front of your apartment complex to any some some sort of challenge at this point to prove not that yet. you're tough? Not yet. <laughs> um, but it's funny. There is one guy. There's like a, a basketball hoop near this like pedestrian area. It's kind of like a pedestrian slash shopping area. And I see the same dude there every night shooting hoops. One of these days, I'm gonna go there with my basketball shorts yes. and a gym shirt on and shoot some hoops with him. Yeah, because his his form his form could use a little work. I don't know if they taught him oh, beef no. in the states, but his form could use a little work. Uh-oh. So we'll now now <laughs> is that how I, you're gonna I make friends Jordan, by just going out there and being but, like, "Listen, son," and going behind him and like, like right. uh, wrap it over right, your bend arm, bend your knees, <laughs> elbow, <laughs> eyes, follow through. You need the beef. That's right. I still remember from gym class, Jared. <laughs> oh my I gosh. will say this: I'm not I'm not a great basketball player, but I can make a jump shot. Um, okay, that's for sure. I okay. can make a jump shot. 
but yeah I, I, I lack well i lack many aspects of what makes a good basketball player but one of them especially is the stamina for sure oh yeah it's a lot it's a lot of yeah but you played soccer yeah well granted i don't have the stamina for soccer right now to, either that's, that's fair that's fair <laughs> maybe i would when i was peak soccer but it is like a different sort of i think even though it is like both of them involve like different like long-term stamina i think even though it, there's still different styles of st- stamina for some oh, reason i would agree i would agree. um and so i still think it is an adjustment all right we're, this th- is not th- we're, we're not sports yeah, professionals here let's just uh, spread a little love true. let's do it do you have any shoutouts today? No, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm all sorry. Right. Well, Let's I have three one. of them. I know it's I've all right, Jared. You. I always, I always ask just because I don't want to cut you off. Um, no, and that's usually nice. When you do have shoutouts, shoutouts, not shoutouts. I'm very proud. I guess still got my mind on sports. You do usually have some really good ones. So I got three oh, of them you. for you today, Jared. So my first one um, goes out to all of the people in the Bahamas. This is a cool headline, Jared. Jet skiers save 100 people trapped in flooded homes in the Bahamas, which I just like, when I read this headline at first, I was just picturing like <laughs> this like hero rolling up on a jet ski, like saving people from like the rooftops of their houses, which is kind of what happens. You imagine uh, what people happened. like terrified and like sad to see their house be uh, destroyed by a, by a hurricane and flood. And you just <laughs> People like sadly climbing out of their windows, hopping onto these uh, jet skis, and then like as they're on the jet ski, like being taken to safety, they're just like, ah, I mean, I can't be that mad. And they just like, <laughs> <laughs> like they just I like mean, slowly, this big smile forms on their face as they ride on the back of this jet ski. Like, ah, this is pretty fun. It's like, all right, listen, I mean, jet ski I know it's riding bad now, but with some fun. of that insurance money, I'm getting a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, well, I think uh, it was Daniel Tosh, uh, the comedian, who said, like, he's like, money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you jet ski. And I mean, <laughs> try to frown on a jet ski was like along the lines of what he said. That's probably um, what made me think about that. Oh, that's just a, such a hilarious thought to me. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, that right. is very nice. Now, what's, and- what's crazy about this, though, Jared, is if you think about it, like a jet ski can't carry a ton of weight. And so people had to make multiple trips to save families and friends. Um, and then it, it became, there became an issue because a lot of the jet skis were starting to run out of fuel. And mm-hmm. so people um, kind of came together in the Bahamas and helped um, give these jet ski riders fuel and food and water and everything. And uh, I think it's really great. And they have still been going and saving people. And I think this is a really innovative way as well. I mean, during a hurricane, you know, any car is not going to work. So what are you going to do? You know, you need a boat or you need a jet ski and jet skis are small enough. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think you're just about to explain what I was curious about. Well, jet skis are small enough and light enough to get through some of these difficult places um, where there's a lot of tight spaces and stuff. So I think it's really great. Um, And they look cool. They do. But yeah, so that's really awesome. And uh, we send our love to all the jet skiers and people in the Bahamas that have been displaced and negatively affected by the hurricane. Uh, My next one, Jared, goes out to our home state of Michigan. I think we've discussed this. You betcha. Maybe we did a while ago. But um, there are a lot of state parks now that have signs with Bob Ross's face on them that say happy planting or happy little trees. Now, what's cool about this, though, Jared is that Michigan has planted a thousand happy little trees in honor of Bob Ross, 
which I think is great. Now, granted, See, we've, that we've had way some more other... realistic than hearing people right. say, like hearing like the 38 million trees have been planted. Right. I was, you took the words right out of my mouth, Jared. I was just going to say, it may not be as impressive as some of the other countries that I have that. You know, put out millions of trees, but it's a start and I think it's really great. Yes. And the interesting thing too, Jared, is a lot of these trees come from saplings that have been grown by prison inmates. So I think it's pretty cool. And this is part of an initiative called the Prison Grow Program um, to help Michigan State Parks, which I think is really Dude. great. Um, so, yeah. I yeah. actually just bought um, a bunch of house plants today, and it makes a house so much nicer and so much more homely just to have, like, plants around. Do you uh, know, I, by chance, it, which house plants are good for, like, air quality? Because I've been thinking about getting a couple from hmm. my apartment here in Jinan. I don't know what, what are good for air quality. We got some... I don't know. I don't know what mine are good for like that. We got some succulents, you know, just like little plants that take a tiny amount of water. Right. We got... Um, it's called a snake... Snake... Snake plant, snake plant. Okay. We got a, a snake okay. plant, which it, it's sort of it, it's like green and it sort of like shoots like little, a few stalks that shoot straight up. We got oh another small plant was uh, eucalyptus, I think. Okay, which which you can it, use it almost, as like lotion and stuff. Uh, like you can use the insides of it. I'm I've heard you sure, can use them you? somehow. I don't know how you can use them, but I heard yeah. you can. It's like a little small little like kind of almost cactusy looking thing. Right. Um, and then we also got um, one sort of like little tree looking thing. I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry, people. I'm not a botanist. And we also got another plant that's uh, kind of, it's, it's, it's just like leafy. And the leaves look cool because mm-hmm. they kind of are like tiger striped. Oh, nice. And, it, and, it, nice. and it's, uh, it's maybe like a medium sized thing. Like it fits nicely on like a, like a, like a table. So. Oh, cool. It's, it's nice. Very I've nice. never really had like a plants, but uh, I highly recommend it. Do you have another nice. shot? I do, but unfortunately, my it, the page was loading and now it has like gone where it's like it doesn't work. So I'm oh, going to try to do okay. this from memory. Oh, so okay. Jared, Jared likes to ask me questions. I'm going to tell him for once, right. do not ask me questions. Right. Or you that's can, fair. but I might no, not have the fair. answer for him. So my next shout out goes out to the University of Tennessee the Vols or volunteers, um, and uh, a, a student in Tallahassee, Florida, and unfortunately I don't have his name up because the page isn't loading, but he wa- I think he was a first or a second grader in Tallahassee, Florida, and they had like a wear your favorite college sports team to school day. And he didn't have a Vol shirt, so he did what any creative child would do and had an orange shirt and then taped... Uh, uh, drew his own logo basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm not you, yeah, Jared, yet. if you could look this, if you could I'm look looking. this up for me, so you can get the the kid's name, that would be great. Um, and he, so he drew this logo, and kids at school teased him and bullied bullied him for not having a Vols T-shirt or not having like a college T-shirt, even though he drew it himself. And so wind got out, it went viral on social media, and uh, uh, sorry, word got out, and it went viral on social media. And uh, University of Tennessee heard about it, and they have decided to send this little guy all sorts of Vol stuff. So I think that's really cool yes. that they're they're helping him out. And not only that, but now they have their own T-shirt with the logo he designed, 
and they are selling it, and all of the proceeds from the T-shirt go to an organization to stop bullying, which I think is great. They're putting their money where their mouth is. That's awesome. And I think, and I think the T-shirt looks pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I do, like too. If I'm looking I was, at it right now. Like, if I was in the States, I would definitely order one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I like the color. I like that orange color. I've always, yes. I've always kind of been a, like a, a Tennessee fan, um, just because it's, I don't know, they, they haven't had the best sports teams, but I really like watching them. And I've always thought like, that's a cool color orange when I was a kid at least. And I didn't watch a ton of college sports. And so I think it's great. And I think it's really awesome that they are donating these proceeds to bullying. So Yes. So, yeah, so shout out to I read mm-hmm. in the article I read he was unnamed. So shout out to the 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 kid. There we go. All right. The so kid. yeah, so those are my shout outs for they today. They call him the kid. Sorry. That's right. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's time to get into our namesake of this podcast, Jared, if you happen to yes. know what time it is. Idioms, sayings. You know, I've heard some good ones in the wild recently. I'm just I'm never I'm never quick enough to like either somehow write it down somewhere. I just so picture Jared eavesdropping in on people's conversations, like at dinner or work. A lot of them like have been English ones, to be fair. A lot of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just like within bushes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pop out of a bush with your little yeah. notepad and paper. I just hear some. Uh, well, you know, uh, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, if you know what I mean. I just pop up. <laughs> it's like, uh, could you elaborate on that? What does that mean? <laughs> Interesting. That is well said. Interesting. Hmm. And then right before you run off, you got to be like, untranslatable podcast, check it out, and <laughs> yeah. run Faster away. Faster reviews, reviews. You betcha. Uh, my first one, though, is Danish. And, um, you know, it's funny that you said, uh, before you go, you said uh, untranslatable podcast, because mine is Milde Moses. Which means? Think about it. Milde Mo- Moses. Something of M- Moses. I- Mild Moses. Oh, oh, milde. Oh, I thought I thought you were saying mil is one word. Oh, of is, Mo, like of Moses kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I, I got was thinking. You. Okay, mild, mild Moses. Was Moses not? Mi- I guess he was. I don't know. It's been a while <laughs> since I've read the Bible. Um, milde Moses, mild Moses. Is this like a? I I don't even know where to begin. And how how does that relate to the untranslatable podcast? Well, let's put it this. Well, it doesn't. Well, it does because it's not translatable. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's um, it's not like a. It's not like a. Let me let me give you a clue by saying I'm not looking for like a explanation of a person. It's more of like a. Um, like you like it's more of like a. I don't know, but it's not. It's you're not. It's you don't. It's it's not a how. It's not like an explanation of someone else. Let me say that. And okay. Maybe, okay. You, maybe one would yell it. Maybe one would say it while sighing and, and rubbing their forehead in disgust. Or maybe someone would say it okay. while um, stubbing their toe. Or maybe someone would say it while... Um, oh, is it, is in, it like in, Jesus Christ? Is it like, if you're like Jesus Christ? Okay. Yes. Oh, I love yes. that. I love yes. that. Milda Moses. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> that might need to become a drop, dude. Milda Moses. There we go. Well, that's a, uh, that's a, that's we a can good make that one. happen. I like that one too. Yeah, I guess a good one. You know what they say in the Czech Republic? Uh, I do not. And I heard it all the time. Was Jesus Maria? 
So uh, Jesus Maria. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. a that's a that's kind of a popular one here because it's like there's like Jesus Christ obviously is very popular here, but then right. there's here, but then there's like uh, G, like uh, Joseph, like you know, the, someone sometimes Marie they like name Joseph whole, or yeah. Sometimes they like name the whole family. I don't, I don't know exactly how they do. Like Jesus, Joseph, and Marie or something like that. But they like name like the whole that, yeah. family. You know what I mean? Um, I also like I also like the uh, when people don't want to say Jesus Christ, so they'll say cheese and rice. It's oh like, yeah, okay. or cheese and crackers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Shut the yeah. front door. That's or geez, good one. I say geez a lot. Geez, right? Yeah. Oh, geez. Whenever I hear geez, though, now I always think of Rick and Morty because the character in Morty oh. in the show always goes, "Oh, geez, Rick." So <laughs> that's why, why that's I always think of that. That's kind of how I feel when I say it, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, Jared, I do have a couple Chinese ones for us today. Great. Um, are we I think do I'll be able to keep full, these going. Do, okay, I was going to ask, are we doing another full, uh, full stint in China with just... I'm going to try, I'm gonna try my best. At least one every yeah. episode? Yep, I'm going to try okay. my best. Maybe I, I need it. to tone it down because I've been doing two, but uh, yeah. And I th- I'm not sure if you've told me this one um, because it seemed familiar... But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for it. I, anyways. I won't remember so, either. So we'll just say no. I have so, because so, so, someone so, listening to this so, has not heard that episode. So okay. So we'll give it a try. So it is, um, hua hua shi tian tianzu, which means when a when drawing a snake, add a foot. When drawing a snake, add a foot. Where it's like you're just making stuff up. Um, mm, or you're like exaggerating? Not quite. Not quite. So think about it, Jared. Do snake have feet? No, you're lying. Um, or like telling a no. story that's sort of like winding a tale. That's but well, that's exaggerating still. I I you know what? I'll give you exaggerating. I'll give you that. Mm, actually, I don't like this. I don't like. This. I'll give it to you. Basically, <laughs> it's to ruin the effect. By adding something superfluous, or basically adding something that's unnecessary. Oh, uh, okay. So it's kind of like embellishing. Say. Embellishing. Sure, I'll give you. I that. I think it's yeah. more embellishing yeah. than exaggerating. Even though those are I very similar, I would say. I would agree with that. I think it can also be used as like overdoing something as well. Right. You're so sort that's of why a- I said adding I'll kind a little of give too you, much yeah. color onto a story, or too much like right. taking a little too many right. liberties with uh, what actually happened. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna. My next one is also Danish, and it's uh, Ehegnet or Ehegnet. I don't know how they do their H's. Ehegnet. I feel like they pronounce them. So that's I something don't. No. I don't. No. 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 What is it? That was impressive. You made it seem like you actually knew Danish. In the fence. Oh, not even close. Okay. No. Um, in the fence. Is that like uh, like we have the English untranslatable between a rock and a hard place? No. I can give you so an example. So you're not in like a... Yeah, go for it. So I went to a concert last night, and um, there was a... The doors opened a lot later than they said they were going to open, and so there was kind of a long line, you know, wrapped around the. Uh, Detroit has such beautiful like concert venues because there's so many, uh, like theaters that used to be like really classy theaters that now they just use for mm-hmm. all sorts of uh, concerts was it at the and Fox? stuff. Uh, Masonic Temple, which I've never been oh, to. Oh, nice! But also okay. a very beautiful theater. Um, mm-hmm. 
And uh, anyway, so, you know, as I was getting there, we were walking around to the back of the line, sort of walking around and, you know, walking around the building to where the line, you know, following the line. And um, this guy, uh, almost in slow motion, just falls over uh, in, behind me. Like, oh, I, I sort of oh, step out of... is it to of, be really drunk? There you go. Ooh, all right, all right. But yeah, so he fence. literally, now that, I, now that I totally forgot about this, but he literally just like, it was so funny because it, it was slow motion. And like, I sort of just like, <laughs> saw, like, so I, I looked over and I was with my girlfriend and she looked over at him too. And I was just like, oh, he's definitely about to fall. And I just like, um, sort of sidestepped and moved forward and he just in slow motion kind of fell to the ground. And uh, his buddy was like, uh, how's it going there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was about to keep walking, and I actually, and uh, my girlfriend, who's usually more of the um, more of the oh, I hope let's check to make sure this person is okay, kind of person. Right. And I'm like, it's just a drunk person. Come on, come on. <laughs> right. And um, luckily, she left. Although today we did see someone, uh, this little kid, in front of our uh, like on the corner of our street, fall, and it looked like broke his leg or broke his ankle. He was with Ooh. his dad though, and someone pulled over and like I think drove him, but okay. it was about to Dang. be us apparently. Dang. Uh, all well, right, do you have another well, Jared, uh, I, I Chinese got, one I for us? I got one more for today because I'm okay. gonna save the the other Chinese one for next week. Yes. I have a French one for you again. I don't know why I'm oh. going on a French kick lately, and yeah. it is, "En uh, avoir ra le bol," which means to have a bowl full of it. To have a bowl full of it, is mm-hmm. that like to is that like to eat shit as we would say here in the in the United States? Not not like quite. To trip and fall not on quite. your face essentially. No. I could see why you would think that, but no. Right. To have or is a it bowl to like full have like? It. Is it like to have like a, you're really busy and you're like juggling a lot of activities and you're sort of like overwhelmed? Mm, I wouldn't say it's being overwhelmed. Angry. Angry. There we Fr- go. Frustrated. There we go. Basically, it's kind of like we say, like, have it, what, have it up to your eyeballs? Or No, sorry, that just yeah, like, means busy. I'm sort of like people essentially... Up to here with it. Yeah, there right? you go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what which, I was Which to is, say. yeah, like, you're, you're getting sick of something, and you're losing like your patience, and my, you're getting my, Yeah, like, my, my temper levels are at this, this point, and what I'm signifying right. is that's a very high point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, I'll well, save mine for the next. Do you have any others, or should we? I'll save okay, mine too because we got a. Oh, sorry, my. I just sort of. We're fine, but I just sort of. Okay, we do have a lot push, to talk about. Though, push Jared. my table out of the way, yeah. And Lone so words. I would like to discuss um, some good German ones because First, German is a. F- yeah. Explain what loan words are, Mister Teacher, please, sir. Oh yeah, sorry, getting too excited about the topic already. <laughs> so yeah, so loan words are words in a language, in one language, that are then kind of loaned, loaned. I'm using air quotes here um, to mm. another language. But a lot of times these words don't always keep the same meaning um, and they can be used in different contexts. And that's Mm -hmm. why I'd like to talk about German because there's some really funny ones that are, you also hear the term um, in like, in like the field of like second languages or, or linguistics as um, anglicisms or German anglicismus, which is basically just an, a word that comes from English that has become a part of the language there. And now and French doesn't have a ton of them. Spanish has some of them and German definitely has plenty of them. Although Fr- the French do say metro for uh for their train for their like underground system. Does that come from English? 
I don't know. <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea either. Now, what's funny, though, too, is I, I do want to mention, too, before we get into some German ones, is mm -hmm. that I had a lot of difficulty because English has taken so many words for other languages. Yes. When I was doing my Bing searches, um, using <laughs> Bing because Google doesn't work over here. You betcha. Um, uh, using That's my Bing searches. anything. <laughs> right. Um, but when I would use my Bing searches, it would be, oh I would get, you know, a bunch of hits on foreign words in English, but not the other the way same, around. I had the same So struggles. I had to use, I had to use words like loan words in my search. And then I started looking up Spanglish. Yes. Denglish, which is German and English. Chinglish, which is Chinese and English. Didn't find a ton of terms. I have a couple of them. Um, And then also I found Singlish, which would be Singaporean and English. But Singlish, a lot of them are more, they use, they use the uh, Singaporean language with English phrases. Yes. So they'll have an English word and then use Singapore. So I didn't include those for today. Like um, I, remember an mm -hmm. I remember an untranslatable I had that was Lobang King. But anyway, also I'm with you. I understand mm -hmm. all your struggles. I had all the same struggles. What I did was I... Uh, did the same thing, but I typed in loan words. I, I did. I chose specific. It's easier if you chose specific languages. I noticed that too. Right. Luckily, yep. we don't we don't collaborate on on our research. Probably should, but seems like it's working <laughs> out because I chose Japanese <laughs> right. and French. Oh, cool. Perfect. Great. So and we'll I have some mixed English. ones too from some various languages. So uh, I have a quick question for you before we get into this. I know sure. I keep cutting sure. you off here. But um, I love how excited you seem to be to get into this. But I have a quick question. I know mm -hmm. we're talking about loan words, um, but I want to talk about how we use loan words or how I use loan words. When I was learning German, uh, oftentimes what I would do um, would be would re replace, if I couldn't think of what the German word is, I would just use mm -hmm. an English word and sort of conjugate it as if it were like Germanize it for, for where it would fit into the sentence. Like if it was a verb and I'd be like, right. I would be like, I'm, uh, I, 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 I like packed my bags last night for my trip right. tomorrow or something like that. <laughs> right. Which is um, actually correct in German, which is kind of funny. That's true. That was a terrible example because that's yeah. actually what it would be. <laughs> right. But, but you can um, get away with that a lot in English. You really yes, can. Yes, that's true. That's true. But I, I would use that in German as sort of like, like just to fill the gaps. And usually, I mean, right. usually it would work, especially since I guess a lot of German speakers tend to be good at English. All right. Give me right. your Danglish. Have you ever I, done I will that, tell by the way? You, or are you I just will, disciplined for course, that? Of course. Of course I do that. Okay. Everybody I feel like you'd be too who, disciplined who for learns that. a second language. No, I do that too. Um, okay. Sometimes I do it to be funny as well. Um, mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes, like, if I'm with friends who speak English and German, sometimes there's, like, an English word that just, like... It, oh, that, like, we, just fits it's, perfectly? It's, it's like just fits better, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Now, I will tell you, though, Jared, the, the thing that you have been doing is, um, is actually what a lot of soldiers do in Germany because a lot of them live on base, so they don't really have to learn the language, but some of them stay there long enough where they do pick up some bits and American pieces of German. Yes, American soldiers okay. Okay. stationed in Germany. And so they actually, what's funny is they actually call this Germlish, which is Germlish. German with, with sprinklings of English in, in it, whereas Danglish right. would be uh, Deutsch or German with English sprinkled in it so right so, so now so Danglish, before, you're primarily speaking german right and then and the using other one some you're english words the other one's correct the other way around. okay right 
So, so now I do want to give there, according to thoughtco.com, there are five different definitions T-H-O-T. of Denglish, which, uh, uh, T H O U G O U G H T. Oh, I just got that joke. Oh, that's funny. Um, didn't know thoughts were so into language learning, but you never know. Anyways, there are five definitions of Denglish, and, and I would agree with these. So, Denglish number one is the use of English words in German with an, inte- with an attempt to incorporate into German grammar. And a lot of these have to do with more newfound terms that, like technology terms, right? So, Germans will use like the verb downloaden to download. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now you could say herunterladen, which would be the proper German term, but most Germans nowadays that I know will say downloaden. And we'll for example, ich means. habe den file gedownloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, or here's the tricky thing though: with German, they have what you call a separable verb, where the oh, prefix yeah. of the verb is separated from the base of the verb or the stem. Which, if so, that was a German word, mm-hmm. it would be a split up one. Right. Well, well, yeah. So you could either say, Ich habe den Fall gedownloaded, which to my ear does sound strange. Um, the separable way you would say that was, Ich habe den Fall downloaded, which is also how <laughs> you would you say, use? I would probably use the downloaded. Okay. If I was using okay, it past okay. tense. Which is interesting because um, it's also heruntergeladet uh, or whatever. So it, Geladen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, geladen. So it would be a, uh, like a separable verb in German if you use right. the proper. Uh, download right. term right or another funny example too a lot of this is like business English technology English you yes. see this very often in advertising I think in Germany like it's cool to use some English words um, in your advertisements so here's another yes. one like there was a there was some article or advertisement other, uh, cultures you know I mean you see that here because it's foreign yeah. Right. You see that here in China, but a lot of the times translations are incorrect or the spelling's wrong or something. It's kind of you funny. You see it here I, in the U.S. with like French and Italian and Spanish and stuff. That's true. That is true. But here's another kind of funny one that was like on a commercial or something. It was, and I'll translate um, the English after I say the German. Heute haben wir ein Meeting mit den Consultants. So today we have a meeting <laughs> with the consultants. Half yes. of that sentence you probably could understand because of the nouns in there, meeting and consultants. Mm-hmm. Now, another one. So that was uh, Denglish number one. So uh, an attempt to incorporate them in German grammar. Denglish number two is the excessive use of English words, phrases, or slogans in German advertising, which I just mentioned. So, for example, Lufthansa prominently displayed the f- slogan, in English, there's no better way to fly. And they didn't have a German translation. Interesting. So, why, yeah. do they, now, why do you think... What, what do you think is the thought process behind doing that? Because obviously millions of dollars in marketing money went into that, right. that uh, <laughs> those words. So I think there's two reasons, Jared. I think okay. one, that Germany is an economic powerhouse globally, especially in right. the EU. And I think especially they if you're talking tend about an airline too, I guess. Right. And I think they do a lot of, you know, English has become the lingua franca of business. And right. so that's one reason. I think another reason is there's a lot of international people that live in Germany. I mean, when Jared and I visited Berlin, we heard just as much English spoken as we did German. Yeah. Um, I mean, there sure. were many Maybe places we went where it was easier to speak English than German because the, the, right. the people working at the places weren't German. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So I, I think that's the reasoning behind it. And I think it adds this different kind of cool factor just because it's foreign Mm. I don't know. Me as a German learner, I would love to see these in German, but hey, beggars can't be choosers, right? So another one though that's <laughs> uh, funny not though is cool in the U.S. Like the language, I mean. Right, 
Right, which is kind of a bummer because it's a great yeah. language. But anyways, the third uh, example of Denglish or definition is the influences of English spelling and punctuation on uh, the German language. So a lot of times in German, they don't have an apostrophe over the S for a possessive. So if we had like Karl's Schnellimbus, a Schnellimbus is like a fast food stand over there. So in German, they would have Karl's Schnellimbus and Karl's would just be an S with no apostrophe. In English, we would put an S with an apostrophe and we're starting to see this more and more in restaurants in Germany where they have like a name or something. Um, they'll have ah, an apostrophe. Okay. What's funny is sometimes... Right, right. That's oh, not that a natural sense. thing in their language. Now, it's the funny a hard thing, thing about to that, put on though, a sign, too. Right. Well, but they are starting to put that on signs and stuff, oh, uh, oh, is what sorry, I'm saying. I misunderstood you. Yeah. Now, yeah. the funny thing is, sometimes there have been a couple instances where it'll be incorrect. Like, it'll be like Maggie's fruits and vegetables, and fruits will have an apostrophe s and vegetables for some reason will have an apostrophe s so oh. that's just an error there's no <laughs> yeah. you know so that's kind of funny everything belongs um, to everyone right now i don't mean to offend you jared because i don't oh, think this no. is true for you but this is just coming from the website and I, I guess in theory i would be also taking a shot at myself as well because i do this too but the uh, example of danglish number four is mixing of english and german vocabulary in sentences by english-speaking exp well i guess well by english-speaking expats who, expats whose german skills are weak now i, I would disagree kid. with this one i right. wasn't i would disagree I with this one job Right. I mean, I would disagree with this one, though, because I don't think that... I think, yes, to some extent, it could be because someone's German skills are weak and they don't mm -hmm. know the words. Like, right. when you and I were beginning German, we definitely did this, and that was because our skills were weak. But I think and there I also, also becomes... a school where, like, everyone's German and English skills were mixed as well. Right. Exactly. And so... But I think there comes a point in anybody's learning level where you pick up these subtle nuances and when you're with someone who you can code switch where you speak two languages kind of fluidly and you switch yes. between the two, that's when I don't think it's a matter of skills being weak. It's using both languages in a very communicative and expressive way. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I would rather say, um, ich habe am Wochenende uh, uh, relaxed I relaxed on the weekend instead of... Gechilled. Um, I, I say gechilled all gechilled. the time. That's a good one. Yeah, And Germans mm -hmm. use those. I've heard yeah. Germans use that. No one you know? would ever be confused by that. Right. And a lot of these, I think, are, are more new terminology. It's kind of cool. Now, the funny thing, and though, Jared, is there's also... because everyone media these days, too. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, ich hab, ich hab das Foto geliked. You know, I liked the photo. Uh, referring Do to, like, Germans Facebook or Instagram or, or something. Hey, Germans. I don't know. That's a... It's a Do great you say question. GIF yeah, get or at GIF? Us. Or I'm not sure. Hey, forget the, I mean, not to forget the Germans. The Germans, too. We have people from a whole bunch, a whole bunch of different countries. In your country, uh, or language, which, you know, whatever, you know, it would tell us what language you speak. Do you say GIF or GIF? Country, language, GIF, GIF. Yeah, I'm curious about that as well. Mm -hmm. um, there's some debate in the States about which one is correct. But anyway. What do you say? I say uh, GIF. Me, too. I said GIF. Um, I hope we didn't just uh, <laughs> give it away to some of our listeners. Anyways, so the yeah, other... Yeah, we shouldn't the have other, said Right. The other one, though, for Denglish number five is the coining of faux or fake or incorrect English words that are not found in English or are used with a different meaning than in German. So, for example, Jared, do you know what der Dressmann is? 
Or dress man, man, maybe. I have no idea. It's kind of ironic because this person usually is not like always dressed. It's a male oh. model. Oh, a male okay. model. Uh-huh. Interesting. You know what their smoking is, right? I do, of course. And that's used, I think, in a couple different languages, too. Yeah. It's um, used in French, I believe. That is a... So, I know it comes from the term smoking jacket, but is yep. it used just to explain a blazer, or is it still, like, that sort of... I think it's of, a tuxedo. Uh, like, Hugh Hefner... Oh, okay. I think Not it's like a tuxedo. one of those Hugh Hefner, mm-hmm. like, vel- red no. velvet... Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I a think tuxedo. I picture a smoking jacket. But right. a smoking I, specifically is like a tuxedo jacket. Right. And I think they okay. use that in Czech as well. I could be wrong, but Czech listeners get at me, correct me if I'm wrong. Languages. Yeah. I think it's pretty so common. So, Jared, in Europe. I, I got another one for you. What is der Talkmaster? Mm. Sorry, I for got you right as you were taking a sip of water. Der Talkmaster. For some reason, I want to say like a Walkman or something, but what is this? It's a talk show host. Oh, Talkmaster. That talk makes sense. Talk show host. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's, show it's host. sort of like the like the host and like the uh, what do you call like the um master of ceremonies essentially. Oh, yep. Or like a moderator. Yeah. 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 Like the talk master right. of ceremonies. Right. Talk and some MC. some like I said there are a lot of the funny thing is too is in some languages they use loan words because there is no word in the language. But for right. German, we don't see this. There are a lot of German words, like they use the word das meeting, where they do have the word, oh, I don't remember if it's der die yeah. das, der Termin. I think it's der Termin, which is a meeting. I think it's der as right? well. Oh, what's yeah. egg? I, um, I mean, egg is I, but what's the... Das I. Das I, das. okay. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I was asked the other day, how do you say egg? And I knew like, you know, D-I-A, because we had multiple eggs. Right. But uh, I was like, oh, I can't, I couldn't think of the... Uh, das the, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's really interesting just the differences in, in German and English. Yes. Um, and so, Jared, I'm going to test your Denglish skills today. I got a list okay. of a bunch of words. I'm going to okay. test you. And some of these are easy. Some of these are hard. So we'll, well start hold on, easy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. I like this. I like where your head's at. I'm, I, 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 can, I, can I simultaneously test you? I have some loan words from Japanese. So can we of kind course. of do like back and forth a little bit? Of course. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Go ahead. So, Jared, my first Denglish word for you or Anglicismus uh, of German is die condition. I have no idea. Are you being I, serious? I, I, no. C- come on. Air conditioning, obviously. <laughs> there we go. Heating, there we go. Uh, heating and uh, heat. What? What's HVAC stand for? Heating, ventilation, heating. and air conditioning? Yeah, probably. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, yep. my first one, and uh, once again, I'm minor Japanese, should mm-hmm. be easy because uh, we're very familiar with these. Maiku. Maiku. Microphone. Very good, yes. Uh, great time to take okay. a sip, Chad. Great, right. great time. Right. Uh, <laughs> my, my next one for you is Der Beamer. Uh, BMW? Nope. That's what we say in the States. (laughs) Right. Beamer. You find this in a classroom, Jared. Oh, oh, I like a projector. There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, My next one is a supa. Is that super or soup? Well, super is part of it. But that's sort of a shorthand for something that has that in it. Superman? 
Before we started, no, this is something that's real. Before we started, um, <laughs> wait, you're telling me Superman's not real? <laughs> oh man, this I should have warned the kids. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I, before we started recording, you mentioned that today uh, you have to go to this place. Oh, supermarket. Yes, super. Oh, supermarket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, in German, it's supermarkt, but I would say that one's a cognate and not a loan word. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Can I give you one more just because it's, it's on a, in a similar vein? Okay, so keep sure. that in mind. I gave you that. This one okay. is de pato. Another one? Say it again. De pato. De pato. And so keep in mind, it sounds similar to supa. It's sort of a shortened term like supa. And supa was supermarket. De pato. Right. Think the mall. Think. The mall. Where you park Pato. at the mall before you go to the place. Oh, the parking? Hot... Is it parking? No, 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 no. You go into the mall and uh, there's Hot Topic and Foot Locker, but there's also those giant stores oh, at the end. Oh, department store. There you go. Department you go. store. Interesting. The Pato. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, Jared, if the untranslatable podcast doesn't work for us, maybe we can become Der Callboy. <laughs> that's hilarious is that like a gigolo essentially yes sir that is a gigolo okay. <laughs> uh-huh. you betcha mm-hmm. um my next one is uh ira suto ira suto and so i hate to i hate to now i hate to sort of pr- propel this this but um keep in mind also that with many uh, um, speakers of asian languages like uh, japanese i think this is maybe some chinese or korean suffer from this too they struggle d- deciphering r's and l's and l's yes so when you hear ira suto think first of all think uh you know how that would how how what the americans would say or english speakers would say would be a little challenging to them hmm what is it? I have no idea. Uh, illustration. Oh, okay. Ilasuto. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Jared, um, also, if Untranslatable Podcast doesn't work out, we could become Der Hotel Boy. Is that just like a, uh, like a um, bellboy, would we call it? Yeah, bellboy. Very okay. good. Uh-huh. With people that like carry mm-hmm. up your bags and, and whatnot right. at a hotel. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one, um, if this podcast doesn't work out and we do go with Callboy, I don't know about uh, <laughs> you, but I would recommend some Miku for myself before I hit those streets. Some Miku. Miku. Cover McDonald's. up my... Uh, McDonald's. No no, 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 no. Remember I told you that sometimes when I go get my hair cut, um, my... Um, my barber cuts my beard with the razor, which I like because he's good at it. Uh-huh. But uh, it gives me ingrown hairs because I have very curly hair on my face. And uh, sometimes when you get those ingrown hairs, you get little bumps. And if I'm going to hit those streets, I'm gonna li- I'd like to cover up those bumps with some Miku. Is it like a band Makeup. Makeup. Oh, makeup. Okay. Makeup. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Jared, what is... Do you know what der Gully is? Gully? Is that like a swamp? It is a manhole or a drain. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Th- that makes sense if you just sort of like... Th- that makes uh, sense if you sort of just like straight up... Um, yeah, I get that. 
Mm-hmm. I get that. All right. My next one is, excuse me, I'm drinking sparkling water, which now I understand. Probably not the best idea. Uh, I'm a futo. Amateur Keep in mind, football player? Here in the United States of America, it is currently September. Okay. Popular time here. A lot of uh, red blood. Oh, American, American football. Yeah, right? there you go. You betcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Well, so I have, now I have some um, Danglish that comes from ads. So this will be nothing for you to decipher, Jared, but um, just goes to show you the prevalence of English in slogans in German advertisements. So TCOM has business flexibility. Uh, wait, say TCOM has business flexibility? What does that yeah, mean? T-, T Systems, their slogan is business flexibility. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha, mm-hmm. I gotcha. Nokia's is connecting people. Yes. Bayer Healthcare is science for a better life. But um, I, I think, I think for example, mm-hmm. with that connecting people thing, there mm-hmm. is uh, obviously a thought put into it, but like even like you're an international company and obviously you're not, you're not uh, headquartered in the United States or an English speaking country, but just the very nature of connecting people. It's like, of course we should do this and like uh, arguably one of the most connecting languages in the world. Right. And my, my last one for you, I really like because it's kind of funny because it rhymes. And this is from O2, which is a phone company. And it's O2 can do. O2 can do. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's short, good. sweet, rhymes. Yes. Sounds good. Comes right off the tongue. So those are some of my yes. Denglish phrases for you, Jared. Um, All right. I do want to give you one, though, that we've talked about, I think, before on the podcast, which I think is really funny because it sounds English, but it's not an English word, which is das Handy, which is a yes. cell phone. Yes. But uh, would, would, would they, they stole that from... Well, I don't want to say stole. That's aggressive. They, uh, they borrowed that from, the, from English? No. Handy? I, this was No, this was one of those false Denglish. Oh, where it's, I got you. I got you. Were taken you. from English and used in a different way. And there are a lot of examples you. of these. Unfortunately, I don't have any more pulled up. But that's like one of the best ones I can think of. I have a fun example in French of what I was talking about earlier. Sometimes you... You, you are learning a language and you, you learn a language by immersing yourself in it, ideally. And so say right. you're speaking with a group of people that are on various levels and you forget a word and you're like, oh, I want to talk about boycotting to my French friend, but I can't remember mm-hmm. how to say it. So I'm just going to say, je boycotte and just hope mm-hmm. that he understands what I'm saying. And it turns out, boycotte, uh, which, you know, my French is beautiful, I know, is the... Um, that's the infinitive of boycott in French, boycotté. Oh, interesting. Okay, so yeah. that one you can get away with. Yes, yes. Okay. And it literally is just sort of adding their conjugation to uh, an English word. Okay, I like that. interesting. Yeah, I do too. I do too, that's cool. What other French ones do you have for us? A lot of the French ones are just straight up English words they use. So it's not okay. like any sort of... So it's just like they use vintage which kind of okay. makes sense. That kind of makes sense mm-hmm. to me. Uh, streaming, streaming, I think, is probably a big one that I, I wonder if a lot of languages are using. I would imagine. I would imagine the majority of the technology ones that come from the states, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Interview, marketing, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, shopping. That's yep. an interesting one. Do they say shopping in, uh, in German? 
They do? Shoppen. Is, ich gehe jetzt there, shoppen. Is there a more German, uh, dare I of say, course. shopping Einkaufen. Oh, Einkaufen. there you go. There right. you go. Yeah, but they're just mm -hmm. like, no, we say shopping too. Right. Um, bestseller. I think, I think back to shopping though, Jared, I think it's because Americans are the best shoppers. And that's why. <laughs> Nobody can live in excess quite like the Americans. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Bestseller. I think they use that in German too. I've seen that okay. even on, on billboards and stuff here in China too. Um, Interesting. I think yeah. it's just, I, I think it is just sort of like a, it is such sort of like an omnipresent phrase at this, por at this point. That right. it, uh, I understand that. Even if you don't know mm -hmm. what it means, you know, most, a lot of people might not know what bestseller means, but they know what best means. Right. They're like, well, that's good. <laughs> um, okay. So those are some French ones I have. Okay. Uh, do you I, have any I have more some Italian ones. Yeah, I have some Italian okay. ones for you. Um, now, what's interesting about the Italian ones is many of the English words used in Italian are more British than American in meaning. So... So an auto stop, Jared, is when you hitchhike in Italy, or a auto box stop. lockup is a garage. Well, that makes sense. You stop mm -hmm. a you stop a car. A car, right? Then you have uh, camping, which we use as a verb in English, but camping yes. in Italian means the campsite. Dancing means a dance hall. An Eskimo would be like a parka, like a winter jacket. Um, footing means jogging. Uh, golf jumper is a jersey let's see here oh that's uh, interesting so even if mm -hmm. it's like a soccer jersey or football jersey right well it's just a, a jersey it says jersey i don't know if that okay i don't know if the fo the football or soccer jerseys are different um next one right. is a slip which are underpants or knickers 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 uh <laughs> smoking dinner jacket or tuxedo slip this is one's the same just French, i believe as well i believe that's like a lady's underwear I think so too. Yeah, um, they definitely use it in British English because I've I've never heard it in American English. And I was talking to um, a straight a friend of mine from, slip there, from from, uh, Lassie. Uh, right, oh, sorry, that was right. awful. Because I was talking to a friend of mine from South Africa, and she said she said slip, and I I first thought she meant like slips, like your like I thought she was talking about like flip flops, like your old man slippers, or or <laughs> exactly the house. <laughs> exactly. I need to get a pair while I'm here. By the way, I don't have. Yeah, a you pair don't have any anymore, um, do you? I don't no, because I, I wore them out. But the next one, Jerry, is just for you. Is I think you'll like bad, this one. So, they smell bad, so they like they they a cold smells a little too well. Sorry, go ahead. Um. <laughs> anyways, a spider, Jerry. Do you know what a spider is in Italian? Ling, lingies. Mm, Any idea? No, no. It is a. It's a convertible car. A spider. Oh, S oh, 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 yeah, S-P-Y-D-E-R. Yes, this I year, did know that. It's spelled like spider, though, S-P-I-D-E-R, but maybe that's a misspelling from uh, the no, source I got this at. I'd spell them both. I guess it depends on the car. You can spell it like with a Y okay. as well. I, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, I, I, didn't yeah. even I didn't even put that together, but I did know that. Listen, I know right. car stuff. Don't doubt me, you do. people. You, you most definitely do. Um, all right, Jared, so I'll <laughs> end us today, though, with some interesting Spanglish words. Okay. Um, since you are learning Spanish and I speak un poquito español. So mm -hmm. some of these are verbs. So you have machar, which any ideas what machar would be? To match. Very good. And the Ooh. correct Spanish Parada. alternative would be combinar. 
to combine, I guess. Yes. Then you have um, hangear. Any idea what hangear means? Say hangear. Uh-huh. That's not hungry because that nope. sounds like a verb. Nope. It's a to verb. To hang right? out. To hang oh. out. Hangear. And oh. now the Spanish alternative would be pasar el rato. Soy hango. Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, I got you. Uh, That's like how you uh-huh. actually say it properly. Right. Okay. El, el parking is the parking lot. Parking really is a common one. To, yep. Yep. Yeah, you see it in German. In, well, German, Probably. they actually do say parkplatz still in a lot of places. But right. you see it in French, too. I think but in Italian as well. it's also common because it's just like a P, too. So a lot of these right. places is usually just like right. a sign of a P. I think it's right. probably a lot of lot of countries. I would I would agree with that. And then you also have the verb parquear, to park. Mm-hmm. And the the Spanish alternative would be estacionar. Uh, then you have rufo, which would be roof. Chequear, okay. to check. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, creepy, to creep on someone. <laughs> so they use creepy. I like that. Creepy. Uh huh. Um, el top, which is like the top or the best. Germans will also say that. Um, yes. I really like when Germans will say bist du fit. That's like, is everything good? But it's like, are yes. you fit? That one's kind of fun. That's another, that's an untranslatable. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Like done. It's kind of like you're do this with your hands. You kind of yeah, rub yeah, your yeah. hands together and you say fix and fertig. Yeah. All finished. El shopping. Once again, we have shopping again because we are the best at shopping. <laughs> el locker, uh, which is a locker. El casillero in Spanish. Um, hamburger, which should be hamburguesa, which is still pretty close to English, I would say. But hamburguesa. Hamburger. Uh, you made that sound more Italian, but yeah. Oh, right. You're um, doing Sp- Sp- Spanglish right, right now. Um, let's see here. Mandar un inbox, which is to, believe it or not, to send a uh, Facebook message, which is interesting. Oh, you send an uh, inbox? Right, exactly. Let's see if I can pull up any other Spanish ones. Googlear. In German, they yes. also have Google. Uh, to Google something. Googled. Right. Marqueta, because for a supermarket, uh, the correct word is uh, supermercado. Uh, let's okay. see here. Also pretty similar. Right. I would say so as well. And I think, I think that's... Last one I'll give you is uh, rentar, to rent. Yeah. I mean, we um, can go on forever. So yeah. We're doing this. Right. There's right. a lot of them. They're only doing a few languages. Exactly. Exactly. It's just interesting so maybe to we see can what words. Sometime too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I think a lot of words, too. It'd be interesting to look at loan words in hip hop music in other languages. That would take a lot more yes. research. And I'm sure a lot of them would just be cuss words or like slang Drug in American hip hop. Gun references. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, but I think that does lead us nicely, Jared, into our song of the pod today, even though yeah. there really isn't very much of loan words it's a great song it's called dida by die fantastischen vier or in german the fantastic four and dida yes. means like you there her, in this case like her there right. um, but it really means like that there or it mm-hmm. there um yeah but it, the song the the lyrics are all about like these guys are talking about this girl and then they like see her like over there they're like dida like the one there um and it's kind of a funny song but i'm curious what are your thoughts on it jared i like it they're uh they're good rappers it -hmm. seems very like sort of of its time it seems like what is that early 90s mid 90s or something like that i think so yeah that sounds about right uh you could definitely tell it from the music video uh 
Um, but I like it. It's, um, it's. I think they're actually like. I think they're legit. Like it's good rap, and uh, and um, I only listened to it a couple times. But uh, it, it's it's it seems like a good song for someone uh, wanting to learn German because it's they're very sort of clear what their words. This isn't uh, your newfangled m- mumble, mumble rap, rap that these kids yeah. seem to be into these days. Right. And the music itself is great. It's kind of upbeat. It has yes. uh, like some good horn sections in it as well, yes. which you is great. It's sections. off there. Yeah. And it's off the album Fia Gewint or Four uh, Winds. And uh, yeah, the lyrics are really funny as well. They're talking about this girl. And then I think by the end of the song, they realize like they're seeing the same girl and they're both, even though they're both seeing the same girl and they're like, they're like they realize that but they also realize that she's seeing another guy because she's not free uh. on Fridays, <laughs> and they see her with the guy on a Friday or, uh. so, or something along those lines. It's right. really funny. It's really clever. I'm listening to it right now just to yeah, and they're just describing this girl, you know, and and like talking about it, like kind of like how guys will when they meet a new girl and they're talking to their buddies, you know. Um, and it's really funny. Like one of them's bragging, like he bought her a new wardrobe. The other one oh. brags, like he took her to <laughs> Thailand. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just a really funny song. It's really clever lyrically. It has great music, a really upbeat sound to it. And as you said, Jared, definitely you an betcha. awesome song if you're trying to learn German. Um, and I think German does lend itself really well to hip hop. Um, there's a yes. lot of good rhyme schemes and things in German. And the fact that you can also combine words in German. Um, also lends itself to hip hop music as well. So check that out on in our German, YouTube channel. Yeah, I think German is good too, because there's not like a whole lot of variety in how so- and how words are set up in German or structured right. in German. Right. And so it's easy. I think it's easier to maybe not easier, but it's a uh, very easy. Not very. Well, I don't see. I hate to say it very easy, but you know what I mean. Like it seems like it's a good language for, for sort of putting together uh, rhymes or cadences right i would say instead of saying it's easier i would say it easily lends itself lends to the itself. creation of yeah yeah i would agree with you though I, I i know what you're saying jared absolutely i'm not a yeah. politician with my words like you <laughs> i would rather be a teacher with my words than a politician but what can i say <laughs> um anyways the song is dida by the fantastician fear check it out on our youtube channel untranslatable podcast and we hope you enjoy. So you next up, Jared, it is time for my Chinese word of the pod. And yes. it is, uh, j- uh, let me think of the tone here. Jishu. Jishu. Okay. Because it's a falling tone. Is. It means technology. Because a lot technology. of words related to technology are loan words from English. So that's why I chose that one for today. My Jishu. Spanish word? Mm-hmm is um la palabra which means the word oh i should have known that that was thought that was very fitting since we're here that is very fitting that is very fitting that's for sure la palabra inglés there we go okay english word well well jared i i got some jokes for you or some puns so here we go I got two of them for you today. What do you call a dinosaur with an extensive vocabulary? Maybe you know this one. Mm, I don't know this one. A thesaurus. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. What's the... Um, okay. Yeah? Nope. Go ahead. What's Don't worry the... about it. Nope, oh, I can't oh, even oh. think of it. There's <laughs> okay. another sort of book similar to a thesaurus. That's not a thesaurus, but I can't even... Not, and obviously not a dictionary is what I'm talking about, but there's like right. another... I the feel source. like it has like an R or something, but who cares? It's Keep not coming. a glossary. Now no. I'm not sure. Now you got me thinking about it. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, anyways. Um, all right, Jared. Do you want to punt about bakeries or about beards? I'll let you choose. Uh, beards. Since, um, you know. <laughs> Since I was... I was trying to give Jared a compliment before we started recording everybody <laughs> about his beard, and he thought I was trying to roast him for context for why Jared uh, picked I this one. I forgot that wasn't on the pod. <laughs> it wasn't, and I don't think we started recording uh, the Skype video either. But anyway, I was trying to keep that private. I'm going to cut that out just so people oh, don't even th- there we know. Go. No, um, so here we go. I this, take it back pun, to bakeries. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm giving you the beard one now, Jared. That was your gut instinct, so you got to go with your gut. So here we go, Jared. I didn't like my beard at first, but it grew on me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That one's not that's bad. I one. like it. And I have decided, Jared, I was going to keep my beard shorter while I'm here to have a more professional look. And I decided, you know what? Screw it. I'm growing it out again. I like it longer. Many freguista. Exactly. So I'm going to grow it out longer. But it doesn't Anyways, get cold Jared, in winters there, does it? Not that that doesn't really anything to do with your decision. It, I think it does, but there's not really much snow. Um, okay. But yeah. Anyways, but it's not going to get down to like Michigan temperatures either. Probably like it's not. not. Be I highly doubt in it. In single digits, probably. It. Right. So, time for our quote of the pod. And I would say to wrap up this episode, the key here with these loan words from English into other languages is be very aware of the differences in pronunciation, if you can, like with the Japanese ones that Jared gave us. They might be hard for you to decipher at first. So try to put you yourself in the shoes of those language speakers and yes. the difficulties they might have with certain pronunciations. The other thing, though, too, is be very aware of the differences in meaning with some of them, right? Um, like cowboy in German is a gigolo, for example. So be aware mm-hmm. of some of these, uh, you know, kind of things that get lost in translation or develop a completely different meaning when using English in a foreign language. So just be aware of those. It's always important to have some cultural sensitivity and awareness as well. So I agree, Chad. I think that's key. So keep well that said. in mind when you want to use your, um, either your Spanglish, your Denglish, your, I don't know, would you say Jinglish for Japanese and English? I'm not sure what the correct terminology yeah, would be. Franklish. Franklish as well. <laughs> so yeah. So keep that in mind when you use those. So we hope you've enjoyed this episode and you've learned a couple new loan words today that you, you can betcha. whip out in a conversation at your next soiree or uh, ice cream social or whatever social gathering you kids are into nowadays. We yes. hope you've enjoyed this episode. You've learned some new loan words. We appreciate your support greatly here at the Untranslatable Podcast. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuyame, which is gracias, and shusha. 